Welcome to Brea Talks, bringing you straightforward, accessible content from industry leaders and experts with no agendas or decisions to make. Just important topics affecting all of us and how they specifically apply to Brea. We'll clear out the noise, debunk myths, and give helpful, concise information. So now we invite you to listen in as Brea Talks. Today, Brea Talks Senior Housing. I'm Dave Crabtree, the Community Development Director for the City of Brea, and I'm joined today by Laura Archuleta from Jamboree Housing for this very timely topic. Laura, thanks for joining us, and we really appreciate you being here. Um, just to get us rolling, uh, if, if you could give our audience a, a little bit of an idea of you know, senior housing in, in general and the, the challenges out there, and how do we get here? Well, David, thanks for having me, and um, it's a great question. I think that on the kind of boiling it down to the simplest explanation is we just haven't built enough housing to keep up with the population growth here in Orange County and in Brea. Um, that's population growth through having children. It's population growth from new jobs coming here to Brea and to Orange County. And so when you don't keep up with the, the housing to meet with that population growth, you end up in a shortage situation like we have here. Um, we, right now in Orange County, we're over 58,000 units short. And that's just going to continue to grow by 2045. We will be up to 270,000 units short for housing. And so that's general housing. But you can extrapolate out of that, what does that do for specifically for senior housing? And we're seeing the demand for senior housing grow. Um, the median age of Orange County residents continues to go up just in the last 15 years. It's up 4.6 years. So we're seeing our seniors aging in place. And the other interesting note is that we're starting to see are households between the ages of 20 and 35 leave Orange County. And so you end up with an aging population group here in Orange County and our young households leaving just in two years, in 2016 and 2017, we lost 17,000 young households. So it's uh, kind of rippling through the housing and uh, the, the housing units and the population here in Orange County. And again, um, it, one interesting fact as the aging population is many of those folks here in Brea and in Orange County are seniors who are staying in their homes. And by um, 2029, it's projected that half of all of our homeowners will be 65 years and older. Wow. And that will have, of course, a rippling effect through schools, what we need in our community. We find our seniors don't spend as much money on retail, shopping, no back-to-school clothes. Right now, we're at 33% of our households here are seniors, 65 and older. Very good. And to, to maybe try to take that a, a, a little more local um, for our audience, what do you see uh, how that translates to Brea and what, what might it mean for Brea's future? Yeah, so when we take a look at Brea specifically, it really does mirror what's going on in the county. There's a couple elements that 
actually point to an even a further increase of seniors here in Brea. So we have continued to see the, the young adults, the young families up to age 45 or so decline. It went from 36% to 27% in the last 10 years. So again, the young families leaving Brea, which is just so surprising because that's really been the bulk of Brea for so many years. But you know, it impacts everything, retail, the mall, what do you need as a, as a community here in Brea? So um, we've seen the seniors come, coming into Brea, a thousand new seniors just in that same time frame. Mm -hmm. So those folks need to find new housing, which is interesting. It's not just the folks aging in place, but it's even new seniors. The, another interesting fact, and I know I'm throwing out a lot of numbers, but I think it's, it kind of creates a picture for what's going on here, is that 35% of Brea's seniors right now have at least one disability, hmm. and many have two. So how, what, how, how do we uh, meet those needs? So if you're the community services department and you're looking at folks aging in place in their home, how do we meet their needs um, with their disabilities? And um, there has been some really good opportunities coming forward, um, which is nice. I mean, Brea has a, a wonderful uh, general plan, a housing element that is planned for this aging population. I don't know that it's enough. I mean, we definitely were seeing mm -hmm. some wonderful market options in the La Floresta development where there's a home ownership option for, for seniors who might want to sell their larger homes, maybe keep a young family here in Brea and then move into a condo right there in La Floresta, be able to walk and uh, walk to shopping and eating and going out and all the fun stuff there. Um, on top of that, the CCRC type of development there at the La Floresta Center is a very nice option for seniors who are looking for a place to really age in place when they need more services, and it offers flexibility there. But really a matter of getting more of those opportunities in many ways, I suppose. And to that, I'm wondering, um, you know, as a, you know, from, from your seat as a developer of affordable housing and, and of senior housing most specifically uh, in this instance, you know, what are, what are some of the problems out there, the challenges that, that you might face, um, that, that we would face as a community in gaining more senior uh, housing, uh, and, and what some of those issues are, if there are any myths surrounding that, that that we need to bust here for our audience, that'd be great too. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, it's interesting when we've gone out to do development and we've had concerns from neighborhoods for new construction of new properties, even if it is senior development, we've gotten pushback. Mm. And I think that it's really um, important for us to find new ways to educate the public onto why housing production is good for the community, why there's such a need for senior housing development. So some of the things that I've touched on here. Um, you know, the state of California, the Governor Newsom is really focused on housing production. Over the next seven years, he set a goal of the development of 3.5 million new homes. And that's pretty ambitious. In order to get there, um, he's hoping that cities will partner and, and uh, 
dedicate land for housing and approve projects for housing, partner with developers. But one of the problems that I've been you know, keeping my eye on and something we want to think about is we really want to try to keep local control. And I think that's something that's been historically important here in Orange County. I think important in Brea, we want to be able to do our land use planning and identify the correct sites. And, but I think if we don't do that, what we're seeing is the state's getting a little bit more pushy where they are coming into cities and challenging housing elements, planning documents. So I think it's something to keep an eye on. Um, uh, you saw in this last go around um, in the election and then up at the legislature, this focus on rent control. You know, rent control's an extreme, but it's an extreme response that is coming in. Maybe some don't see it as an extreme, but I think for Orange County it would be considered extreme. But that's an option that's being discussed because of the lack of production. So I think if we can continue to focus on production, um, we'll make some good headway. One of the items with um, housing is parking, and parking is always a, a um, an expense for a housing developer, especially in multifamily housing development. So there's a lot of discussion around what's the appropriate parking needs for our seniors. And I think as we see our cities getting more and more sophisticated in public transportation and different types of transportation, I think we can be creative in our parking solutions. Um, we're also seeing, of course, more uh, the Ubers and the Lyfts of the world coming out and giving some transportation options for our seniors that, that we didn't have in the past. I think density is always an issue when you talk about multifamily and here in Brea, you know, density, what's the right density in the right locations, but again, going back to that local control, making sure that that Brea and the Brea residents, along with the council and the staff, are leading the way to identify the right sites to have increase in density for our senior housing. Um, so all of those things, I think, kind of come into play. One of the um, myths, I think, for our seniors is that if they sell their home and move into an apartment, you know, that what is that transition going to be like? And I think if we can talk to some of our seniors out there who have gone through that transition and get the information out on the benefits, I personally went through this with my aunt who was selling a home up in the mountains. She'd had a large home and wanted to move and come down here, be close to me and buy. But of course, so she sold, she came down, she rented an apartment in a senior, active senior apartment development. And now she doesn't want to buy a home down here. Hmm. She is so busy with her new life and her new friends that you really, you know, I've seen her come out of her shell and you may not realize that that interaction is important. So I think just talking about it, talking about what's going on with seniors, what mm -hmm. are their needs, connecting the senior center with the planners, mm -hmm. with the developers to make sure that we're meeting everyone's needs uh, as the city grows and we age. Well, and this really strikes me and, and something else we wanted to touch on. Um, you know, some of these things you've mentioned are, uh, you know, a good start of, you know, what some of the other tools are that might be out there um, or solutions or opportunities that you're hearing about in the industry. Um, I know you've spoken about the governor and I appreciated your mention of the importance of, uh, and we agree, the importance of that local control. What exactly is right for our community? Um, we think very much should should stay with our community, and we appreciate that that the ability to have that dialogue. But 
to your point, if the if um, the state isn't seeing some of that production, they may come with the stick instead of the carrot. But could you talk a little bit about some of those tools, solutions, opportunities, and maybe expand on that a little bit for our audience? Yeah, I think um, I think just be really creative and open. We've um, developed several models of intergenerational housing where we have a large, uh, what's in the industry called large family, but family housing, two and three bedroom units alongside senior housing. And we've had joint programming between the seniors and the families. And it's been a really nice way to mix the populations. The other um, element that I think is important is to continue to focus on senior housing. Here in California, there is such demand for family housing and affordable family housing. But we can't forget that a lot of the flow, and I think about it as like a freeway, right? You've The flow of housing that has to keep going is we need to provide options for our seniors to free up those single family homes so that the families can flow in there and everything can keep, keep moving. We do see a real opportunity for the retail reuse, and we're seeing this throughout the County of Orange, and there might be some opportunities for, for here in Brea, where you have transitioning retail centers that might be able to serve for housing, and they might be good sites for senior housing, where there's walkability, services, and activities. So I think that's something to keep in mind. One of the other elements that we're bringing into our developments, specifically with seniors, and I think there's a huge opportunity here in Brea with the coordination with the uh, with St. Joseph's and St. Jude here in Fullerton, close by, is the health and housing connection. And so in the last several senior developments that we've built, we have a actual commitment from the healthcare industry to help finance it and provide mm -hmm. services on site. So we now are have clinics in our senior developments um, that are there to help the seniors ensure that they're getting the health care that they need. And you know, as you know, there's a direct connection on um, quality of life and ability to live longer life based on where you live and the health care that you're getting. So those types of connections will be really important for the seniors here in Brea. So Laura, just to follow up a little bit on your point um, about some of the, the challenges out there, um, I think you started mentioning uh, the, some of the challenges Brea faces and other communities too, where we've had some great successes on achieving affordable housing. Um, but those properties are, are locked in for a set period of time after which the property owners can convert them. And, and um, I know that's a challenge in the industry and maybe you could touch on that a little more and explain some of that to our, our, our viewers and, and what some of the other uh, opportunities that, that might be related to people similarly you know, converting their properties might be. Yes, yeah, so uh, nationally, it's a huge issue that affordable housing gets built and there are covenants on that property that keep it affordable for a period of time. But when they get close to expiring, uh, they oftentimes do not opt to stay in an affordable program and they do let those affordable covenants expire and they can increase rents on the existing residents. And so here in Brea, there's a half a dozen or so affordable developments for seniors where very low and low income seniors are living. And some of them are close to or have expired. And um, it's a difficult situation because we can't 
um, force those owners to keep them affordable, we can offer incentives. And as an affordable housing um, developer and owner, we can try to buy them. But it is really difficult. And so once one of those developments um, turns into market rate housing, those seniors then may not have someplace to go. They may become homeless. And so we really then at that point have to look at potentially building more housing. So finding other sites, putting together affordable housing funding and getting more developments built. So that is a challenge. And like I mentioned, it is a challenge uh, nationwide, but definitely here in Orange County, we're seeing this happen as cities start to age and their affordable housing stock ages. And it's, it is a challenge, uh, definitely. And I know some of the you know folks out there look at their uh, you know Prop 13 transfers, and while that's possible, there there are limitations there too that they should be aware of, and just how far things can uh, uh, how how far that tool can be useful for them. Well, yeah, you know it is um, interesting. Lots of times I'll be talking to seniors who may live in a large home and. They'll say, and in fact, I mentioned earlier about my aunt, and this was in her calculation also, is if you've owned a home for a long time, what are you paying in property taxes? If I sell my home, the rent I'm going to pay on a rental might be the same as just my property tax. And then if I buy a new home, a condo, a townhome, something maybe a little more manageable size-wise, the payment could be so high and or the property tax increase is gonna make it so I can't afford it. And so um, I think it's important that, and maybe through the senior center where they're interacting with seniors to let them know that there's Prop 60 and Prop, 7, uh, Prop 90, excuse me, that allow the property tax transfer to take place. Where if you are 55 years and older, you can sell your home and then um, transfer your property tax valuation over into that new home. And Prop 60 is if you do it within your city, Prop 90 is if counties uh, are within your county and counties transfer. So that's something to keep an eye on and maybe work to help educate our seniors to make sure they know so that's not preventing them from selling if selling is an option for them. Again, I think it goes back to flow. Um, in the whole housing spectrum from uh, the homeless population all the way up to the high income housing. Um, it's important to have options and full spectrum for everyone. Uh, this year was the point in time count um, for the homeless population. There were a handful of seniors here on the street homeless in Brea. So we want to make sure that we're creating options for everyone here in the city. and. Um, Knowledge is going to be key to that. Um, you know, it's interesting. I talked a little bit earlier about the um, young families leaving. We're projected in the next 10 years that we will lose teaching jobs in our school districts here in Orange County at 1% of the teaching jobs going away K through 12 because of that. And so, um, you know, there's just this rippling effect that's happening because there's not enough housing production and housing production at all income levels for all types. Again, seniors, seniors with disabilities. And so as long as we can keep our eye on that and the planning uh, folks keep their eye on that, you know, I think we can make good progress. And Bray has been a leader here and uh, we expect them to be a leader into the future. Very good. Laura, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, 
helping our, our audience understand a little more of the things that, that we face out there today and providing uh, a good housing for our seniors, some of the challenges to overcome. Um, we look forward to continuing the conversation um, uh, with uh, the builders that are out there and finding out some of these solutions that might be appropriate for Brea. Um, thank you so much for joining us today and thank you audience for tuning in. Keep listening. Um, as Brea talks, we've, we'll have some uh, resource connections up for you on our website uh, with this, with this uh, recording. And we hope uh, you can join us for our next topic. See you soon.